We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, And I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Justin, you fast as shit, man. I'm trying, man. I do love that the very first thing the stream heard is you are fast as shit, which is very, very true. And we are going to get into that soon. But guys, what is up? Welcome to episode number four of The Loadout with myself, the birthday boy, Jeremy Study, and of course, Justin Gatlin. What is up? What is up? What is up? Now, very quick, guys. As always, I want to say a big, big thank you to DraftBuff for sponsoring The Loadout. DraftBuff is a free and social fantasy esports app hosting season-long fantasy leagues for the Call of Duty League and other esports. Jay and I are going to draft for CDL Seattle at the end of the episode, and we want you to draft with us. So you will have that link in chat and on my Twitter. We threw up that link as well. So we'd love for you to draft alongside us at the end of the episode. Draft also has a salary-style tournament open to everyone, so please come join us. That is draftbuff.com. The link is in the description one more time, and Draftbuff is your home for esports fantasy. Justin! What is up? How are you doing today? How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just hanging out, living the living the quarantine dream. Well, you know, um, my job entails I have to do more social distancing, so I'm I'm outside dodging people like left and right. <laughs> yep. That's gotta be easy for you, though, right? <laughs> like, Not that hard when you fast as shit. You almost as fast as the Flash, man. Jesus Christ. You know, you know what two things are kind of polar opposite when you have that old lady who walks really slow and then me walking fast, and you think you can cut her off, so, you know, but. No, I'm like that person too. When I'm walking down the street, I'm like, get out of my way. Get out of my way. <laughs> I got somewhere to go. 
But okay, so to, to the folks who are watching, if you may not be familiar with Justin, uh, he is from the Bronx, Jay. That's where he was born. And no, Brooklyn? Uh, I was BK. Mom, mom's from the Bronx, but I'm a BK kid. Okay, yeah, I'm born and raised in the Bronx too. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. still out here in New York. That's I'm crazy, the black man. Sheep. I'm the black yeah. sheep. Everyone was raised in the Bronx except for me. I was in Brooklyn. So, well, that's fine, man. You turned out to be the fastest one, so it's good. <laughs> okay, so as the not New York person, is there like a Bronx v Brooklyn thing that I don't know? Can someone explain this to me? Oh, well, no, nah, it's just one of the five boroughs. It's just. <laughs> it is, I was it like, is. is there some? Is there like something <laughs> between the two? Yeah, of them? everybody. Everybody's got their own borough. You know, you got all five boroughs, Bronx, Brooklyn, you know, you just yeah. represent your proper place. I love it. I love it. And Justin, of course, uh, you have a couple Olympic medals. Do you not? I do. I have a couple Olympic medals, world championship medals and some records as well. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about those? What What is it like to be like one of the fastest people in the world? Oh, uh, man, you want me to go down that list? So Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> 2003 indoor world champion, 2004 uh, Olympic uh, gold medalist, 100 meters, uh, 2004 silver medalist, bronze medalist as well, relay and 200, and 2005 double gold world champion, 2012, um, uh, 2012 bronze medalist in Olympics, and 2015 record holder of running the fastest most of the fastest times in one season so i have a lot of records i am the dinosaur the velociraptor <laughs> the t-rex of the track and field world if i'm gonna be a dinosaur i'm gonna be something very predator like what what was the reason that like where did it all start for you like how did you know like track was going to be like your thing when you were growing up like when did it start oh um, man i just I kind of learned on the way, man. I wasn't one of those kind of kids where they were like, you know, they're five. And I was like, I want to be an Olympian. I kind of stumbled into it. Like, I knew I was a fast kid and I played other sports. But for me, it was really the fact that I learned that I can get paid to be fast and I can get a scholarship for being fast. So I kind of used those to my advantage. And every year I set new goals and new tr uh, try to make new, like, platforms that I can race at. But it wasn't originally sprinting, right? It wasn't originally um, kind of the 100 meter, 200, the, the relays that was where you ended up. You did, I believe, um, try to go pro in the NFL. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that's kind of like a crazy journey for you to have. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. Um, Between 2007, 2008, um, tried out for the NFL. Um, I got picked up by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I was on their uh, their mini camp and their practice squad for a little while, and I played a little bit of touches, and I enjoyed it. It was fun, but it wasn't my world, you know what yeah. I mean? And I have to come back to my world. Yeah, I feel that. I get that. So I was – so did you ever try long distance? Because something that's funny to me, and obviously you're a different world than I am, but I did – sprints and short distance track forever growing up and I remember that I would try long distance and I hated it it was like one or the other I could not enjoy both Did you, how do you feel about long distance because I know a lot of people are like I am that's like no you you pick one or you pick the other one I'm not built for that uh distance life uh, but I love the swag they have I love the watches I love the short flappy shorts with the cool breeze they even get in the Olympics they get like their own singlets you know what I mean different yeah. color from um, the U.S. the real traditional team USA so I think that's kind of cool, too. Yeah, hey, that's so, so... Oh, go for it. Go for it, Dan. Take it away. Okay, so, Justin, like, where did it all start for you, like, with Call of Duty? Like, were you playing it as, like, when you were young, like, Call of Duty 4? Or, like, did you pick it up as you got older? 
I'm old, man. So I was there. <laughs> I was there when they were dubbed the Medal of Honor Killers. You know what oh, I mean? Oh wow, so that's the beginning. Yeah, wow, man. that's think, from ancient. You got that's before me. That's before I even became pro. Yeah, man. So I was there for that. I mean, I mean, I've been I've been following Call of Duty because you know when when you do sports, you got to get out your energy some way. So physically, you know, you have to be ready on point, but also emotionally, you have to be ready on point. Sometimes you got to suppress a little bit. So. I'm able to use that uh, that channel of Call of Duty to be able to channel my aggression sometimes or my comp- competition mode that okay. I have to do it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Do you have a favorite COD? Man, uh, probably Modern Warfare 2. Yes! Everybody uses that one. Everyone uses <laughs> yeah. that game. Yes. It's the best yo, one. Yo, because yeah, also the one. campaign is the best campaign. There's, the no, best. there's no campaign that's better than the that. Best. But I, you know what? This new one that's out is really dope. I love how what, everything they're doing, how they're growing it. I love, I love playing it with my friends. Do you play Warzone at all? Because we're big. Both Jay literally when he got off of his stream, he was uh, he was playing Warzone. He just finished with a win and then hopped yeah, over yeah. to this. Yeah, I got so off, you, I got away. Do you play Warzone at all? Uh definitely. A lot of my teammates we play Warzone. We're actually uh, we actually taking some of the girls and they're starting to play now too. So yes. we're, we're bringing them over to the dark side. So they're 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 in training right now. Okay, okay. Dude, I love that. So like I the more women that I can see like getting into honestly getting into video games anyway, it's become less of a stereotype than it used to be. But like getting in, playing Warzone, hanging out, having a good time, like I get super competitive about it. And there's sometimes like Jay and I will play Warzone and he's way better than me, right? Like way, way, way better than I am. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be like so proud of myself for doing something and Jay's like, yeah, that wasn't that cool, but good job. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, because I used to be a professional player, so, like, I hold my standards, like, to a really high level. Like, basically the highest level you could possibly hold them to. And I don't really, like, I don't really get, like, I really get irritated to error, or, like, people that are just terrible. But, like, with Katie, I just really can't get mad at Katie. <laughs> so, Katie, Katie has the past. We all know yeah, Katie has yeah, the past now. Yeah, Katie has the past, but, like, there's other people that I play with that just hear from me every day, like, on a daily basis. And I know it's probably terrible because I'm probably supposed to teach them, but, like, imagine trying to teach somebody for, like, six years and then still not learning shit. So it's just, like, you're wasting your breath at that point. So, but with so Katie, she actually learns. Yeah, yeah, I carry every game, basically. You carry yeah. a lot. Okay. Yeah, I got, like, I got, like, 330 wins. Damn, that's, yeah. If, that's if a lot. Yeah. Right now, my, <laughs> my, son, my son thinks he's a professional right now, so he's like, no, Dad, I'm not going to play with you. I got to carry you all the time. Oh. Like, no. <laughs> so what is it like um this is I'd, I'd love to ask both of you because obviously it's not my world whether it's competitive video games or sports what is it like jay to kind of like be one of those folks who is the best of the best in your field and like see that difference between yourself and folks like maybe me or some of your friends are a little bit different like have you ever noticed that there's a thing involved with why you're so much better like you're just built oh. that way or what like you know what I mean? Like the difference yeah, yeah, you see yeah. between yourself and Honestly, other people. Honestly, like the difference between me and other people is probably like all the dedication I put in as I was younger. I just wanted to be like the best. I used to skip school, you know, going to my mom's room, 
take my Xbox back back when she didn't want me to play it. Ah, like, uh, she was taking that away? <laughs> yeah, I used to do the little things. The little things that would put me over the edge that other people did it. And then, like, it was just also my drive. It's just, like, every day I wanted to get better. And I also was watching, like, uh, the pro players before me, and I wanted to be one of those players. So they were, like, big inspirations to me. So then once I realized that they were doing it and it was something that I wanted to do, I just took it really serious and got on and grinded every day. And if I felt like I was playing with people who weren't on my level, I, would, I wouldn't just play with them. Like, I would not go to a competitive game or do anything like that because I felt like it just wastes my time. And that's something that people, like, get messed up in the Call of Duty scene now. It's just like they always want to play with, like, their friends and stuff like that. But sometimes it's really good to get out of your comfort zone and play with people that actually have the same drive that you have. So then you guys can both push to the top and be better as teammates and players in general. So my question, I have a question for you, Jay. So yeah. how do you deal with trolls online? And also, how do you, when, when was the moment where you figured out that you were playing, but now you were playing for a purpose? You see what I'm saying? Like you weren't playing just for fun anymore. Okay, I think I realized it whenever I first, like, traveled. Whenever I went to my first travel event was UMG Chicago. I drove there, it was like 10 hours. But it's just like, I went over there just to have some fun, like to go see what I'm capable of against some of these pro players that I've been watching on a daily basis. And I'm, I ended up getting top 16 at that event. And then once you get top 16, you know, you're like really close to the money, but like you, you didn't get any yet. But once I got that feeling, it's just like, all right, I'm able to like play with these guys. If I got top 16 out of like top 64, I'm basically all these guys are pro players and I have to be doing something right. So like, as I was going up, even if it didn't have that much success in the beginning, as long as I continue to strive and just be like, be with better teammates, eventually the money started coming in. And then once the money started coming in, it became like a full-time job to me. Because I went from straight out of high school when I was 18. I graduated and didn't want to go to college, like right off the rip, even though my parents wanted me to. But then right after that, I told them to give me a span of four months. And they gave me those four months and I ended up turning it into $50,000. And that's when it all hit me like real fast. Like I was 18-year-old saying I was going to buy Gucci everything. But at that point, it's just like... <laughs> When you're 15, I mean, when you're 18 years old, you make $50,000 even without going to college and you can make this an actual career. That was like when I knew like this is going to turn into something and hopefully I wanted to be a part of it. See, Kate, we have the same story. Me and him both have the same story, but he sits and wins and I had to get up and run and win. Yeah. I know, Jay, what... you can just sit in your, sit in your comfy ass chair with yeah. <laughs> your yeah. nice ass apron and chill. Yeah. No, so okay, I gotta I gotta ask about this because obviously you you are one of the fastest people in the world, which is like a crazy thing to say. We've said it a few times so That's far right. today, but talk about your rivalry with Usain Bolt because I know that you guys obviously have competed against each other. So what what is your relationship like with him, and and what's kind of the competition and the history with you two? It's a weird relationship because, you know, you want to befriend people you know, that you would have the same kind of mindset. You know, he's a competitor, I'm a competitor. We both push each other to be the best we can be, you know? But it's also, you have to be able to go out with the intent to say, okay, I gotta beat that guy. I gotta beat his ass, I gotta rip his head off, you know what I mean? So you have to have some kind of still like angst inside of you to be able to say, okay, today I gotta challenge him. Instead of saying, man, I'm running against one of my friends, you know? Cause you know when you play one of your friends or run against one of your friends or competing against one of your friends, you're gonna you're gonna pull back a little bit, you know, because you don't want to like go too hard. Yeah, but sure. you know, with with you saying like, we've had times where we clashed on on tracks and championships and the Olympics, and then like a couple of hours later, we're in the club having a good time, popping bottles, you know, DJing, standing on the couch, 
So it's not all like war. You know, we have a grit, uh, have, have, we actually have a good relationship where we be able to talk to each other, joke around with each other before competition and after competition. See, that's one thing that like I feel like people are like just lacking and not just esports or just every sport. Just like you got to know the difference between being in a like you're a, this is your profession and you're a competitive person. Right. Like I understand like you guys are probably cool and stuff like that like outside but like when you guys are in like the zone and it's time to battle between each other, you guys have to show who the best can possibly be. Like that's yeah. why I feel like with especially like in the Call of Duty scene a lot of people are just friends. So like they pick up each other cuz they're friends. But, like, that's not the way it's supposed to work. You want the people that are hungry, the people that have that drive to be better or just, like, to push you to be better. Does it even matter? If he's improving, you have to be improving as well. Just giving you, like, an inspiration. Like, all right, this guy's on. He's doing what he's got to do. I got to do what I got to do to make sure he doesn't pass me or just never let anybody outwork you. And, like, that's something that's in the Call of Duty community where everyone's just friends. And it low-key sucks because I feel like it just takes away that competitive drive. Like, just me and you. Like, this is for the championship kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's how it was. I mean, if you watch the last race that he ran 100 meters, the world championships in 2017, I beat him. There. But he was the first one to come up to me and congratulate me and hug me. And the first thing he says, man, I didn't see you out there, bro. Like, that's exactly <laughs> what he said to me. He's like, man, if anybody's going to beat me, I'm glad. You know what I mean? So that was a, I think that was a cool thing to be able to have that kind of relationship, like almost like Frazier Ali, kind mm -hmm. of like something that's going to go down in history. You know, people are going to be inspired by it. And is that something that, Justin, have you ever encountered that? Like the idea, kind of what Jay's saying, that like friendships can kind of impede upon the ability to like improve and get better and compete. Like, have you ever seen that in your world as well? Or is it is it not so similar to kind of like some of the, the friendship things that might get in the way of improvement within esports? It's so hard because I'll give you two examples. So I train with other athletes who are, who are professional athletes. So I have to train with them. I befriend them. And we work hard together, but we also have to compete against each other. So we'll train and then go to races and compete against each other. So that's so difficult because these are the same guys you laugh and joke with on a daily basis. And now you have to be, you know, in the zone and almost become frenemies because in nine seconds, you got to be able to battle these guys. And then if you think about it, when we go to the Olympics and you watch the relays where they pass the baton off, mm -hmm. those same guys, you're competing against them all season long. And then now you have to work together. You know what I mean? To be able to battle four other guys from around the world, you know? So it's a weird combination. It's a weird feeling because you are competitive and you're standing in that, you know, that little paddock and you're like waiting to run into the tunnel. But you're running with four guys that you competed with so hard against all year and now you're teammates. So it gives a weird feeling. But when you're successful, it's like, all right, man, we got we to dap it up. We got to hug it out because we had a good time. But now if I go back to this corners respectfully there's no shortage of action going on in our exclusive partner bet online nascar is back and bet online has hundreds of other games events esports and sports to get in on you can still bet on simulated nfl nba and ufc events 24 7 or you can participate in a ten thousand dollar madden bracket challenge a march madness style nfl simulation tournament you can enter for free and coming up next Sunday, BetOnline has ex-Chicago Bulls horse Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges joining them to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they would call After the Dance. Visit BetOnline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? 
get to bluechew.com. Bluechew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, B-L-U-E-CHEW.com. Promo code BLUEWIRE. Jay, have you ever had that with any teammates when you were competing? Like folks that you competed against really heavily and then ever played with? Uh... Nah, not really. There's usually that's like what people do like when it comes to like tens. Like that's why I feel like tens is terrible. Like even though it's like only way that some pro players are able to get practice, but just like you're learning tendencies of these players and like these are supposed to be your competitors. Like you're going up against them in tournaments like every other week. And you're playing with them side by side, learning their tendencies, like probably taking little notes. Oh, he likes to sit in this corner. He likes to play this certain spot. Like those are things that are going to give people advantages. And if you're one of those players in those tens and you're not doing that, like I really don't know what you're doing. You try, you have to try to get your edge over your opponent every time. Even if you guys are probably cool inside a game, you always want to make sure you're the better one. Okay, so you've got all this competition going. You've got all of this go, go, go. You've got all of this passion. You've got that kind of super aggressive mindset how, Justin, do you do you keep up with, like, the burnout on something like that, you know? I mean, that's got to be, for, for folks like me who maybe aren't so competitive, aren't so kind of that mentality, it sounds exhausting. I mean, it can be if you're focused on one thing the whole time. Yeah. If you're focused on that one thing and it's hard to achieve, you can get burnt out. Or even if you're focused on one thing, you've achieved it over and over again, you still can get burnt out from it. So what I do is I set up small little goals along the way, you know what I mean? So, like, if... If I'm competing, I want to work on my exiting from the block, the starting blocks. Or I want to work on being faster in the middle of the race. Or I want to have a better finish. So then with, if I do that, it kind of helps distract me, but also helps build me to be a better runner along the way. And I probably, Jay, you probably can do the same thing when it comes to, you know, gaming. Like he can work on being a better, you know, gamer in different aspects. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like when when you want to work on certain things when you're a gamer, you have to obviously work on probably staying yourself hydrated, you know, make sure you're staying focused throughout the game. A lot of things where it comes to like just being a Call of Duty pro is like learning your tendencies, like learning which areas and how fast you're going to be there before they actually get there. So you win that gunfire or you get the advantage every time. And that's certain things that people obviously take some time for them to learn as they go. But, like, that's the whole point of being a pro is, like, being willing to learn those things and just make sure you're improving. So every day when people get on, you push this one way and you already know the timing. This guy's going to beat me as soon as he walks into the store. So let me push it the opposite way. I'm going to beat him. It's just everything. Like, every little situation in Call of Duty, you can learn something from it. And that's what people are lacking these days, just, like, not learning from their mistakes or just not learning. They probably do something good. They probably end up doing a great play and just think that's the perfect play they can possibly make. But there's always a better one. And the only one I've ever, the only one that taught me that was the great Rambo Ray. And that's, you know, <laughs> my former teammate. Now he's the coach for Dallas Empire with two championships already. So, like, he knows what he's talking about. So he taught me well in that aspect. That's the craziest thing in the world because our mindset is not that much different. You know what I mean? How you compete with other people, how you be able to bond with them as well, how you learn from people along the way. But you still keep yourself busy by, you know, your focus is to get better and better and better along the way. 
Sure. So I mean, you're you're gaining knowledge, and I do the same thing each run when I when I'm at practice. I try to make it count. I try to make it kind of second nature to where I have to think about certain parts of my race, and it's kind of instinctual. So once I get in a race, you have so many things going on around you. You know what I mean? You have seven other runners who are shoulder to shoulder with you. You have a crowd that's a hundred thousand people jam packed inside of a stadium. Then you have uh, the roar of the crowd. Then you have flashes of lights going, and not to mention that. It's the moment of your life. This is what you train for the whole time. You know, since you was a little kid, you wanted to be an Olympian. Now you're here at that. So people get lost in all this chaos. And to hear what you're saying, how you focus and how you kind of work on small things to be a better, you know, gamer. It's the same thing, man. It's totally the same thing. What is that? What is that feeling for you when you're out there and you're setting up for this race and you got 100,000 people around you? And it's just you guys and the seven guys. Like, do you have butterflies before you're going into it? Because, like, when I was playing for a championship and I'm going up on the stage, I know it's not 100,000. It's probably, like, you know, 10,000, probably 5,000 max. But I'm going out there with butterflies. I want to be able to put on a show for everybody. But, like, how do you mentally prepare yourself for, like, a big moment like that, like racing in the Olympics? Oh, man. I mean, you get to a point where you become sharp enough at practice to where comp- – and then you size yourself up at smaller meets and competition – and then once you get to the Olympics, you kind of just you have to block out that you're there for the Olympics. It has to be another competition, another race. And then afterwards, you come to the realization that you are at the Olympics. You're standing on top of the podium now. You have the Olympic gold medal. That's you. So you have to play mind games with yourself, because if you think about the moment, you get sucked into the moment. You'll be like, man, I made it to the Olympics. This is crazy. Like. Yeah. And when you're in there, it's energy. Like, it's so much energy that it's humming. You can hear the buzz. You can hear people, like, whispering. Like, it's crazy. And then you look in the stands, and then you see, you know, American flag over there. Somebody you don't even know just cheering their, their, their heart out, you know, for you. And you never met them before. Like, that's the kind of energy that you get. So when I, I go onto the track, I set my blocks, and I walk down the whole straightaway, right, of the 100 meters. Yeah. And I literally take deep breaths in, like to feel the energy of the crowd to hype me up, you know? And then I gotcha. get ready for to get in the blocks. When the gun goes off, I just give it my all, man, haul ass. So do you That's have crazy, uh, do you have like any specific rituals for yourself? And Jay, I don't know if you have rituals either, but like, do yeah, you have, I like, you're going up to the block or anything, or Jay, like, do you have those kind of little superstitious rituals that you did for yourself? I play the same song every time. Kanye and, J- and Jay Z, Watch the Throne. I can't really say the song; it's kind of a bad word, but uh, I listen to that album. Every time I listen to that album, it always put me in the zone. I was like, "Oh yeah, the God crossed me. It's over for you, dog." Hey, that's what's up. Um, yeah. For me, I think um, it's music too, so uh, it's all in the same realm. I used to, wa- I definitely listen to Watch the Throne. Um, I listened to Ham for a long time. Yeah, see, that's a banger. Yeah, I listened to Ham for a long, like three years straight, and then. Um, that walk, I said, when I get out there, I'm the only one that doesn't really walk. I walk from the start line to the finish line, unheard of. And then I walk back. Why I do that is because I want all my opponents and competitors to see me when I'm walking towards them. I want to take a little bit of their attention. I want to take a little bit of their focus. And then I use that when I go into competition. Yeah, that, 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 would, that would really mess me up, to be honest. Like, okay, it's like, I'm you know, you're playing for a <laughs> It's like you're playing for a championship and the guy goes over there and he just holds the championship up in the air like well, before the game even starts. Like, And you're just sitting like, damn, he really think he about to win this? <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> so all your opponents are probably sitting like, geez, he already across the finish line? Jesus Christ, can't believe this. I love that. That's so that's so cool. So what, what are you doing now? Obviously, we are in quarantine, so things are a little bit different. But what is your life like right now? Um, you know, during quarantine and after, kind of what are you doing? 
So um, I've been training this whole this whole quarantine time. Um, when the quarantine happened, I had to train like Mad Max. So I was like doing crazy things. I was like doing strides and re- and like repeat like tempo runs next to like uh, retention ponds where I can, wherever I can find a little patch of grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then like some days I'll go for bike rides, long bike rides to be able to get cycling in on my legs. And then I also do like shadow boxing. So we'll do like Zoom shadow boxing calls or we'll go into the gym. They'll lock the gym to where we can only go in there and do boxing. So we got the cardio in, but now we're back on the track, which feels lovely. So now we're back doing sled pulls, full full tilt sprints because we still have a season. Our season is going to start now um, in July, which usually it starts in like April, May. So now we have to kind of rush to get ourselves ready but i like the pressure though i like getting ready like that's well wild. being one of, yeah being one of the fastest men in the world how do you transition that to your call of duty game you think your reaction and stuff like that has a lot to do with like just how fast you are in general oh of course i, I mean i like to stay anonymous for the most part because i think when you come with kind of any kind of accolades you are t- that's a that's a target on your head man yeah for sure for sure. Oh, I wish people, if they ever manage, if we're in Warzone or something and they ever manage to like down Jay or kill him, like, yeah, people yeah. get so excited about it because like they recognize him and they know who he is. Yeah, um, yeah. But then I always come back. Oh, always, I always come always. back and I get He will kill them after the fact, but like they, it's so funny to watch people get so hyped when they do that. Wait, so you try so you try to stay in the shadows so you don't really let people know, like, oh, this is me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm more, I'm more of a. I creep, you know what I mean? Okay, so you like to sit in the corners with the Bettys and stuff like that. I'm the guy that will memorize the map and know exactly where certain spots at, and now that's how I find people's tendencies. So I know a lot of foot traffic will come this way, so I'll sit up here so I can be able to get at least three bodies there, then I'll move somewhere else, grab a couple of bodies along the way. So I kind of strategize a little bit. So when I'm out of my element, I suck. I'm not even going to lie. Like, when when we're just guns a-blazing, I suck. But usually some of my friends, they like that, so they edge we go straight up into like the little container uh map with straight shotguns <laughs> oh, oh shipment shipment yeah. just running yeah. around shipment with a shotgun wow that's like torture i hate running into those pubs and those are just the lobbies because shotguns you just run around that's what's gonna tilt me put them down. Like, yeah that puts me on edge <laughs> puts me on edge <laughs> all right well you have anything exciting uh exciting coming up justin any any fun plans for when everything settles down or anything you've got in the works that you'd like to share well, I mean, quarantine has done a lot and changed a lot, you know, saying so um, I'm trying to get a, a bigger presence, you know, through uh, the virtual world than I would obviously be in the physical world. So I'm in the process of putting together a challenge where um, I'm here in Orlando and I'm, I'm calling out one of McLaren's cars. Mm-hmm. So what I mean calling out is I'm going to race a McLaren for 60 meters. I'm going to use my starting blocks, be ready, professionally ready. And they're gonna, uh, we're gonna race from zero to sixty and see where I can win. Yeah, so we're gonna do that. So hopefully, you guys, you'll be able to see that. Hopefully, you'll be able to uh, tune in. I definitely be able to see that. You about to race a car? That's what you tell me. Yeah, man, we're gonna make, we're gonna make it like sick, man. We're gonna make it like kind of twilight time, so you can see the headlights of the car and everything. Oh man, that's gonna be crazy. I got, I can't wait to tune to that. You're gonna beat the car though. That's for sure. 
Hey, I'm trying to. I'm a, I'm a tribal <laughs> Rolan if I got to, for sure. Dude, that's so cool, Justin. Well, thank you so much for joining us here on The Loadout uh, for episode number four for Jay's birthday. We really, really appreciate it. We, You got to let us know. Keep us up to date on everything you're going to do with that car race because that sounds cool as shit. So you got to let us know. We want to follow up with that. But seriously, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And you should hop into some Warzone games with us sometime. We would love to play yep. with you. I appreciate yeah, it. I'm yeah, yeah. Go you can camp all you want. You can camp all you want. You know what I'm saying? I'll make sure I'll pick up all the kills, bro. You just get a nice little two, three bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like Bo Jackson up here. I'm like Bo Jackson up here. You saw his link show the path back in the day? I love it. I love it. Great, Justin. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your week and a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Stay safe and please stay healthy. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, Justin. All right, man. All right, Jay, I think it's time. Let me move your lovely camera around so everyone yep, can see your yep. beautiful face again. But I think it's time for us to do our CDL Seattle draft buff. Folks, that does mean it's in the description. You can get it. Um, the draft buff link for CDL Seattle we're going to do right now. So I have it pulled up on my phone, Jay. And I'm pulling just, it up literally right now. Just because this is the only thing I have on you, I am 1-0 so far in our draft buffs. That I, I know, and I literally shotgunned two beers this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we haven't done it here, but I shotgunned two beers. I love it. But love you're it. not going to beat me this time, and that's for damn sure. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> well, we'll see, folks, if he can tie up the series. 1-1. One, one. I'm taking a 2-0 lead, but all right. Um... So once again, folks, this is the draft buff for CDL Seattle. You can see it in the link. It was just posted in chat. So please join us. We would love to know what teams you pick and your results after everything's done. But Jay, I think right off the rip, I, I'm going to pick, uh, I'm picking Alec. I'm picking RCDs for my AR from, from Chicago. I think he's going to Already? Die. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You were, you were streaming. I had time to prepare for this. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Alec. If you guys aren't aware, reunited with his brother Preston Pristini. Pristini and Arcity's back together now for the Chicago Huntsman, and the the twins will be debuting uh, after their back to back so cool. last year uh, in Seattle. That's so cool. I'm so happy that they got back together. Yeah, I'm excited to see how they do. That should be some some. Wild <laughs> it was probably. Day. I think it was just like you know that one time that Preston beat Alec. It was just like oh. Yeah, I think he needed, brother, that, he needed that. He needed that. Yeah, like, yeah. Preston needed definitely that needed moment it. to prove that he could do that and like tell people basically shut up, sit down. Like I am not. For sure, it. for sure. All right, hit All me, right. hit me with your pick. Yeah, I'm getting it as we speak. How do I get to it again, Kate? Um, so we'll have you can click the link in Twitch, but also it's on um it's on your Discord. It was sent in the prediction so you should have it in there okay the link. Yeah, okay yeah, yeah. okay mm -hmm. i should have it right about here yeah guys and seriously we would love for you to join us on this uh i think it's a ton of fun i the first time i ever did it was for cdl florida and it was it was really fun to kind of like have something to check in on while the matches were happening um so that was definitely fun i do hope that you guys join us um and see see who comes out on top but you Denry, you think Optic Huntsman finals? Possibly. If Optic plays the way that they did at CDL Florida, it's certainly a possibility. For sure. Especially, well, it all depends on how fast they're going to learn with Pristini to me. 
Yeah, that's true. How, like, like, there's a couple rosters. Easy. It's like Enable, Zero, and Pristini. So Huntsman, Seattle, and London, like, all have someone coming back who hasn't played competitively for a little bit. So it's interesting to see how they like shake the rust off. I guess. My man, Enable. You saw his. You saw his like his comeback thing. It was just like I'm back. Like he was yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah that was yeah, funny. That. Only Ian would do something like that. It's too funny. Cool. Okay. Did you get it set up? Yeah, yeah, I'm pulling it up literally as we speak. Let's go. Okay. All right, my AR is going to be... I might have to go Octane. Ooh, I saw, Wait, I actually... saw Mr. LaRue. He was expensive as shit. I almost... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 90? Oh, 90, my God. Oh, my God. Actually, um, this time I'm going Wuskins because Wuskins 77. Yeah. They didn't have really that good of a Florida event, but this one... They do get Trey Zero back. Trey's mm -hmm. joining join, join the London Roy Wave, and so hopefully just with that cam, he'll be able to fry. All right. All right, I'm on to the next column. Let's go. Okay, Flex, I think, is our next. So I'm going to try and spread mine out between a bunch of teams this time because I didn't do it last time. Um, yeah. So I think this time I'm going to go ahead and pick Blast from the Gorillas. I think I'm still choosing flex. Dashy. Still going with Dashy? I mean, so Dashy yeah. was kind of my, like, wow, he's I, like I want to pick him because I know he's going to be great. But I also want to like spread it out between everyone, I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's so you're going fine. with Dashy? All right. Yeah, All right. I'm going with Dash. I'm going with okay. Dash. So for my SMG, I think I gotta go with Mac. <sighs> Mac are. is expensive. I remember in the Florida event, he was all the way at the bottom. Now he's basically all the way at the Mac's top. Mac's expensive as That's shit. That's how you I know, know you are dominating the scene, man. <laughs> Good job, bro. Keep it up. I know, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm definitely picking Mac for my SMG. He's just been so phenomenal for New York. Uh, I think I'm definitely choosing TJ Halley. Ooh, TJ's been heating up. He's been playing way Yeah, I know. And TJ, he only costs us 59 coins, so it's, like, not that expensive. <laughs> and I know it's a really good pick, so okay. that's good. Okay, cool. So we have two utilities left, folks. We picked our first three. But for a utility, uh, I'm going to go with Shawnee from London. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's Shawnee's good been one. doing good things for London, so I think he'll continue to show up. He looked... He looked good for them last, uh, last tournament, so I think I'm going to do Shawnee as my fourth. I think I have two. I'm able to pick up two people that I really want to pick. But if I'm going to lock them in, I need big games out of them. Ooh, so I wait, think I think it's too much pressure if I put an enable on his first week back. I think it's too much pressure if I put him in. Yeah, but you so know I don't he think can enable. fry. You know. I know. I know he can. I know he can. And he's been working his ass off, too. You're right. So I, I, I'm in between. I'm in between. Oh, actually, whoa, this is a sleeper. I'm putting zero. Ooh, I'm literally putting zero. Okay, okay. Zero's a sleeper. He's 40. So yeah, I'm folks, putting zero's starting lineup. Uh, zero recently was traded from New York to London. He will be coming in in replacement of Jurd. So, uh, okay. I, I love Trey. So I really hope. Yeah, so do I. Trey Dollars, that's my guy. Yes. Right. Uh, okay, so for my final one, um, I think you picked him last week. I'm going to pick him this week. Uh, but I have faith. I'm going to go with uh, Asim from Minnesota Rocker. Okay. All right. So for my final pick, I am probably. I'm in between Chino or Enable. That's what I'm in between. So it's like, Ian, who Ian, do I really? Eh. You think you got to go Enable, right? Just because he made that Jordan quote, tweet, comeback or whatever, I'm yes. putting Enable. And that's my roster. At least right. we with eight coins. Low-key, my roster is disgusting. I love it. Okay, guys. Those are our CDL Seattle draft buff teams. Once again, you have the link in chat. So please click into that. Create your team. You can see if you beat both of us. 
You can see where you place as we go through this weekend. And we'd love to know what teams you pick uh, when we talk about it next week. And we see how everything shook down. But that'll be it for Jay and I on his birthday because this guy <laughs> needs to get back to his stream. Mm -hmm. And he needs to get back to his beers. What are you drinking? Are you drinking <laughs> what are you, beers, wine, white corn? I got Corona. I got Bud Light. I got mimosas. I got some Henny. Mimosas. I got some wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, it all. All right. Well, happy, happy, happy birthday, Jay. Hopefully, we're going to play some Warzone once for sure. I'm done with ESPN after this. But all right, guys, that is it for us and the loadout. You will be able to find this on YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. We will get that up for you ASAP and tweet it out when we have done so. But much, much love, and we will catch you guys next week. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.